1: Business News, 24 hours a
2: day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business
1: Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. There you have it, sound of the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange as we wrap up trading on this Thursday, July 7th, ahead of the jobs report. Tomorrow, we are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1866 sector. E-T-F. Stocks did pair losses. In the end, though, a down day for both the S&P 500 index and the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The Dow dropped 25 points, down 0.1%. S&P 500 index down two points. NASDAQ, an up day there, up 17 points, an advance of four-tenths of 1%. Crude oil, just above $45 a barrel, 45.21 right now. It fell 2.22 today. West Texas Intermediate down 4.7%. Brent down almost 5%, gold down five-tenths of 1%. Russ Kosterich is head of BlackRock's head of asset allocation. He was interviewed minutes ago right here on Taking
3: Stock. Is there enough pressure in the domestic economy to give the Fed conviction that even if things do become a bit unstable in Europe, the U.S. economy is going to be all right? And it's worth remembering the last labor market report we had was disappointing and suggested maybe some of the momentum is coming out of the U.S. economy, maybe it's coming out of the U.S. labor market. And in that context, I don't think the Fed feels the need to rush.
1: And Ira Jersey is Senior Client Portfolio Manager at Oppenheimer, also interviewed right here on Taking Stock. We have to keep in mind, like
4: one of the other aspects of all of this is yes it's true that the fed might not hike but even if the fed were to hike once this year and a couple of times next year um that wouldn't necessarily impact the 10-year treasury that much that really is going to impact two-year treasuries which right now you know more or less priced out hikes for the almost the next year and a half
1: and the 10-year right now is down 530 seconds looking at a yield there of 1.38 percent 402 on wall street now let's take a look at other news from around the world on bloomberg radio
3: Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Bernie Sanders will reportedly endorse Hillary Clinton on Tuesday. Citing three Democrats that have been involved in the planning, the New York Times reports that it will come during a campaign event in New Hampshire. In an interview with Bloomberg's Albert R. Hunt for PBS's Charlie Rose program, Sanders called Donald Trump, quote, a pathological liar. FBI Director James Comey faced hours of questioning on Capitol Hill today about the investigation into Hillary Clinton's private email server. House Republicans want to know why he recommended no charges against Clinton, even though he admitted she was careless with classified information. Democratic Congressman Elijah Cummings pressed Comey for information.
1: There is a perceived gap between the things you said on Tuesday and your recommendation. There's a gap, Mr. Director. So in this moment, and this is a critical moment, I beg you, To fill
3: the gap. Comey maintains there is no evidence that the former Secretary of State lied to the FBI. President Obama says the deadly shootings by police officers in Louisiana and Minnesota are not isolated incidents. He says the U.S. has, quote, a serious problem. Mr. Obama said all Americans should be deeply troubled. And Long Island Town has filed a $50 million federal lawsuit against the Navy, Northrop Grumman, and other groups over groundwater contamination that forced the closure of water wells. Newsday reports the town of Hempstead accuses the group of negligence that led to contaminated water supplies in the Levittown Water District. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in more than 120 countries. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Ramey Innocencio. Charlie?
1: And we thank you. And again, recapping stocks lower S&P 500 index down a point to 2,097, a drop of 0.1%. I'm Charlie Pallet. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash.
4: Move around, motion creates emotion. motion I
2: feel the earth move on the movie.
0: You move like they do I've never seen anyone move that fast Shake.
2: Shake. All right people, let's move like we got a purpose Something's called movers and shakers They cost a little more That name cracked me up
1: Bloomberg taking stock movers and shakers with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio.
2: Movers and shakers for Thursday, July the 7th, 2016, 265 issues advance in the S&P 500, 231 decline, and nine remain unchanged. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, joins us now to begin our movers and shakers. Dave.
4: You know, it's been a year since uh, Humana agreed to buy Aetna in what's now a $37 billion deal. And at this point, I mean, there seems to be a whole lot of skepticism that the transaction will ever be completed. This comes up because people familiar with the matter uh, said Aetna is preparing to meet with top U.S. Justice Department officials tomorrow as it seeks to win antitrust approval. And uh, it's a top-level gathering that signals the review of this deal is entering what might be called a make-or-break stage. Well, you certainly saw Humana's shares get broken in today's trading. It's down 9.6%, biggest drop for the stock in almost four years. And Aetna as well, down about 4%. You're talking about two of the three biggest losses on the day in the S&P 500.
0: Well, I want to take a look at PepsiCo. Uh, PepsiCo up the close by about 1.5%, $107 and change a share. It surged after second quarter profit beat analyst estimates, and the company boosted its full-year forecast. Rising sales of snacks and soft drinks in North America, a big part of it, Pepsi, Excuse me, Pepsi's Frito-Lay North American unit, up 3.2% to $3.56 billion. The company said its Propel Enhanced Water brand and naked cold pressed juices helped results along with new organic varieties of tostitos, chips. And in fact, when we spoke earlier today to Joe Agnesi from S&P Global Market Intelligence, he said, yes, that's one of the reasons why he's raised his parts target. They're moving into some of these products that are more popular with consumers, more organic, less sugar, and that's helping them.
2: Well, how do you make the shares of uh, Chipotle uh, decline? Well, it has to do with a tweet by the author of the Jason Bourne series, Eric Van Lustbader, indicating that eating at a Manhattan-based location resulted in the hospitalization of his editor. Uh, but of course, the jitters continue for Chipotle Mexican. No out, no word on uh, on any other illnesses in any of the other New York uh, restaurants. Chipotle Mexican says it has an excellent health department scores throughout the city. Nevertheless, the shares. The Chipotle Mexican grill down two and a half percent.
4: Well, you know, I mentioned two of the day's three biggest losses in the SP 500 in Yumana and Aetna, so I might as well talk about the third one and actually the biggest one on the day, and that would be First Solar. They uh, make solar equipment, they build power plants, and, and Deutsche Bank decided to cut its rating on the stock to hold from buy today and cut its 12 uh, month price estimate. All the way down to $44 from $80. So you're talking about a drop of 45%. Uh, among other things, uh, analyst Vishal Shah writing a report. Uh, he's concerned that uh, increased competition is driving down prices and order growth is slowing. Put that all together. You got first solar shares down 9.8% on the day.
0: Quick look at Costco now, up nearly 5% at the close, $163.70 a share. It's a simple, old, better than expected June sales. Uh, comparable store sales were flat mass- last month. They beat Expectations for a 1.5% drop. So that was certainly good enough for the likes of a UBS analyst who said, this type of performance warrants a premium valuation in our view as Costco is tra- transitioning its loyalty credit card to Visa from American Express should also result in a pickup in spend and membership as private-label credit card customers take advantage of the new card's quote, more attractive reward structure, according to UBS, PM.
2: I'm going to stick with uh, retail for just a moment. Uh, L Brands, the stock down 1.5%. Uh, L Brands saying that June merchandise margins were down significantly year over year. They were below estimates driven mainly by clearance sales at the Victoria's Secret uh, stores. Inventory per square foot was up 12% versus last year and they continue to expect uh, inventory up in the mid-single-digit range. June comps uh, were uh, positively affected uh, because of the Memorial Day and Fourth of July holidays, but margins significantly lower and the shares lower. L Brands down 1.5%.
0: Now time for the Volatility Index Report, brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash Powerful Outcomes VIX. Well, less than powerful outcome for the VIX today, uh, down 0.7 points to 14.89 at the close. It was heading up as much as 3.2% it would have reversed, uh, been reversing direction after heading earlier toward a one-month low. Well, guess what? It reversed again, and that's how it ended.
3: All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson!
2: Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door. It's
4: Dave. Who? Dave. Hey, Miss.
2: Hey, Mr. Wilson, go ahead. Be energized about your stock of the day.
4: And that would be Energizer Holdings, a company you can call a spinoff of a spinoff. Back in 2000, the battery maker gained independence from Ralston Purina. Last year, the company was separated from its household product business, which was renamed Edgewell Personal Care. Energizer shares traded under the ticker ENR. They're up and down the first seven months or so of post-spinoff trading. Since then, they've behaved like the company's namesake, Bunny. They've kept going and going and going up. On Monday, Energizer traded a record $53.41, which brought the stock's gain since the breakup to 57%. Today, Energizer couldn't keep going. The stock retreated after Jeffrey's cut its rating to hold from buy. Analyst Kevin Grundy wrote in a report that the shares looked fully valued. Grundy also cited pressure on Energizer's newly acquired air freshener maker, Handstands. The company was bought for $340 million in a deal completed last week. Uh, Energizer fell as much as 6.6% in the wake of Jefferies' rating cut. That said... Stock made back some of those losses in afternoon trading and closed the day with a loss only about half as much. Uh, That would be 3.4%.
0: Dave Wilson, thank you so much on Energizer Holdings, his stock of the day. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg.
2: Coming up on Taking Stock, projected 2015 sales of bottled cold-pressed juices exceed $400 million. But we've got a dirty little truth about cold-pressed juice next.
3: From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate?